is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey friend, how are you today? I just wonder where people are and what they're doing when they are listening to Be You. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm in the shower and sometimes on walks and when I'm driving in the car. So whatever you're doing, I am wishing you a good day. And I truly mean that. I truly hope that you have a beautiful day today, no matter what is going on in your life. I know that circumstances are so real. I mean, we many times we will spiritually bypass or other people will try to do that for us, you know, by telling us everything happens for a reason and, you know, giving us the indication that it's not okay to feel what we're feeling. And I just want to be a loving reminder, maybe a loving interruption right now to whatever's going on in your day to say that whatever's happening, I get it if it doesn't feel good. Allow yourself to feel that. Do what you need to do and what you deserve to do to move those emotions and feelings out of your body, but not until you've actually sat with it, like really sit with it, feel it, be angry, be sad, whatever you need to feel. And I know like most people, you are probably doing that while you're trying to get stuff done. You have responsibilities. Some of you have kids, you have careers, you have things that you have to get done today. Or if it's in the evening for you, you have to get done tomorrow. And many times what we'll do is we will set our feelings aside to focus on the things that we need to get done because we think that's what we're supposed to do. And this has nothing to do with the topic of what we're talking about today, but I really felt something move me to say this to you. For whatever reason, I feel like you're supposed to hear me say not to do that, to pause. And even if it's 10 minutes, let yourself feel what you're feeling. Put your hand on your heart center, put your other hand on your belly button. Take a few really deep cleansing breaths, like big, big, big belly breaths. Say to yourself, your inner child, remember, is is your wounded ego. Some of us picture it as a little girl or a little boy. It doesn't have to be. But your inner child deserves to hear you say, what do you need right now? What do you need in this moment? And he or she also deserves to hear you say, It's okay to feel what you're feeling. Let it come up and out. It's okay to feel this. How do you feel right now? And you can make a sound, as strange as that sounds, you can make a big loud sound, whatever sound comes out, let it come out. You might want to write down a word that comes to you that your little girl or boy is saying to you. Maybe you want to stomp your feet, shake, move. Maybe you want to curl up in a ball and just give yourself a really, really, really big hug. 
These are the things that most of us do not take time to do because it feels weird. It looks weird. It's not normal. This isn't usually what we do. And it's so much easier to just talk about it with friends and regurgitate it and get into that mental loop or completely bypass it by saying, well, God has a plan. Could be worse. It's not like I have a horrible life or will numb with food or sex or go online shopping or whatever. We'll start gossiping about somebody. But it's not very often that we actually connect with ourselves and let ourselves feel what we are feeling. A pattern that is common for me, and I don't know if you can relate, but for me, it's the whole spiritual bypassing thing and the the sort of guilt and punishment around feeling bad about something because it could be so much worse. Like, really? I'll even say, in the grand scheme of things, this is nothing. But now that I know what I know, which I just shared with you, and you know this too, if you're a new listener, maybe you don't. I'll say that and I'll pause and I'll go, but this is very real for me. Yes, things could be worse. They could always be worse, but that doesn't mean that what I'm feeling is irrelevant. I'm allowed to be angry. I'm allowed to be sad and disappointed. And I'll let myself feel that way. Of course, sometimes I forget. And then I come back to love. Remember, returning to love, returning to truth, returning to God. It always brings us back to the exact same place. We call it different things, but it's the same home base for all of us. It's the same place where the only answer is love and forgiveness. That's the only answer. Grace, love, and forgiveness. That's it. What would love do? What would love say right now? How would love act? How would love be right now? Love would not say, well, you really shouldn't feel like this. No. Can you imagine a child that you love coming to you crying and they have a, a, a twisted ankle and you say, well, it could be a lot worse. You could have, you know, chopped your finger off. You would never say that. So why do you say it to yourself? Your child comes to you at two years old and they're crying. They got stung by a bee and bonked in the head and someone took their favorite stuffed animal and threw it in a mud puddle. You wouldn't say, come on, let's go. Let's go get some ice cream. Forget about it. It's not a big deal. So why are you saying that to yourself? Okay. So today is about what happens when we are about to level up? And that's such a popular term, right? What does that even mean to level up? When we're about to do something that is not in our comfort zone and it's not our typical pattern and it's the, the new behavior is in alignment with our highest self, it's either a level higher than we've ever played or we've just never even walked in this neighborhood before like at all. Two things will happen. The Christians will say that opposition, the devil's going to try to get you, right? Because he does not want, he comes to seek, kill, and destroy, and he doesn't want you to do well. I'm not saying that's not true. I'm just giving you different takes on this. Other people will say that your ego will start popping up and trying to bring you back to where you were before. It doesn't want you to level up because it, it wants to be comfortable and safe. Some people will say your subconscious will start sabotaging. However you want to look at it, in my opinion, it's all the same thing. Just like I was just saying in the intro, you know, returning to love is the same as truth, is the same as God. In this conversation, I believe that what I just shared, all the ways of interpreting it are still going back to the same idea. And that is that something happens when we're about to play bigger. And it's not so positive. Here's another thing about it, though. The second thing I would say is true when we're about to level up is that the commitment to make 
that move, whatever it is, walking in that neighborhood, what is that move? Maybe it's purchasing a ticket like I just have to go to a retreat. Maybe it's to buy a business or start a business. Maybe it's to leave a toxic marriage. Maybe it's to say yes to commitment and monogamy with a certain person and commit your life to this person. Maybe it's just choosing to have a child. Whatever it is, not only will old stuff start coming up and patterns showing up and and the negative, but the other thing is that you start setting into motion behaviors and things that will come to you that live in that same neighborhood that you've never walked in before. So good, good things happen. As soon as you decide to do it, not when you actually get there or when you buy the business, it's when you decide. When you make the decision this is happening, beautiful things start happening. So when the shit comes up, just be careful that you don't focus on that and give it energy. Oh, there's the devil again. There's opposition again. Or, you know, do what I just did, which was I was oblivious to what was happening. I didn't see my old patterns coming up. And my friend yanked me out of it and brought me back to reality. Thank you, Teresa. So I'll share with you really quick what happened with me. So I'm about to do something super, super, super out of my comfort zone. Now we could talk for hours about why it's out of my comfort zone, you know, like I could sit on a couch with a shrink for probably a month and break down and diagram that whole thing and try to figure it all out. I mean, whatever the reason, and I I know the reasons, but for whatever reason from my childhood, no matter what inner work I've done, I still have an old pattern that shows up. And that is this. I don't feel super comfortable traveling, traveling often. And I really don't feel comfortable traveling far. And I also don't feel comfortable traveling like back-to-back trips. If I go somewhere, I want to come home and ground. I'm very, 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 very comfortable in my home. I love my home. It's my home base, <laughs> literally. Um, I don't love being in airplanes for many reasons. Um, once I get to a destination, I really, really love it. But I'm not someone who you're going to see doing that over and over and over again. Um, I also get a little bit of anxiety about leaving my family. Um, wondering if something's going to happen to me, is something going to happen to them? What if they need me and I'm out there? Now, these are all, you know, valid, but feelings that are not founded in truth. They're still valid. They can be valid and not founded in truth, right? So they're very valid, completely untrue, but it's my reality. You know, it's something that's very real for me. And so I have a low level of anxiety today. I'm leaving Thursday morning and today is Tuesday. I'm also excited. I'm going to have some butterflies. Right. I'm my friend Jill said, nesited, nervous and excited. So I'm nesited for sure. So I'm about to leave and I'm not just like going away. I'm also about to do some really, 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 really powerful transformation work. Powerful. So I'm going to the Christine Hassler signature retreat in Austin, Texas for three full days. And this isn't going to be sitting around the pool. You're, you know, having uh, massages and, you know, Rah, rah, and it's not going to be sitting around taking notes and being, you know, badass, you know, boss babes and none of that stuff. It's going to be now this may not appeal to you, but for me, it does. It's going to be inner child work and internal family systems and shadow work and breath work and, you know, movement and and we're going to be doing a lot, a lot of a lot of work, beautiful work with just only women. So there are going to be some big things coming in a good way. I'm 
not a fan of breath work, although I'm, I am a fan of breath work. It's one of the most important things for us to do, but I don't like it. It's probably like burpees or sit-ups for most people. Like you got to do it, but fuck, it sucks. I do not like doing breath work. And we're going to have a breath work experience there. So I have this a little bit of anxiety about that. I'm going from there straight to Phoenix, Arizona to my daughter's graduation. I'm really excited about that, but it's also just traveling to another place right after a powerful weekend. So you're supposed to have an integration day afterwards. And I'm just getting that day on a plane and going straight to see my daughter who I haven't seen in a few months. So um, there's that. And then as soon as I leave, I have some guilt because I have to leave her earlier than I want to. And she's graduates on the 11th in the evening. And the very next morning at 6am, I'm on a plane, I'm going straight to Mexico. And I'm going to the Sigrid Tazis, you've heard her on the show. I am her women's retreat. Totally different, completely different, yet the same. <laughs> totally different style, different different things we'll be doing, but uh, feminine connection, feminine embodiment. Um, it's going to be beautiful. Like I literally am so happy I'm doing it. And I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. My mother is Mexican. And so I'm pretty familiar with the language, even though I'm not confident really speaking Spanish. I understand most things. And yet I'm nervous because of the state of the world right now and things I've heard. And I'm just a little nervous traveling by myself as a female and doing that. Um, this is airing way after that. So I would be more nervous if I were airing this right away because I would be paranoid that some somehow some cartel member would even know who I was and would listen to this and they would be waiting for me. <laughs> like This is the shit that goes on in my head, you guys. So for me, I'm excited about it, proud of myself for doing it, but my ego knows there's going to be a huge, huge, huge amount of healing, release, and leveling up. And my ego, like yours, does not want that. It's like, uh, no, I want you to be safe and I want you to be comfy and you're safe and comfortable in your insecurities. So I want you to be really uncomfortable and insecure and agitated before you go. So hopefully you won't go. Or maybe I can remind you how comfortable that is. You know, I mean, so much is swirling around in my head. I've been, been very snippy with my family, with my husband. I'm sorry, DK. I have been just not myself. So I was talking to my friend Teresa about this last week. I had a really hard day. I think it's important to say that to each other. You know, I had a really hard day last Friday. And I just said to her, you know, I, I'm just not doing well today. Like I'm so anxious. My hormones are raging. Uh, my hot flashes came back. I have cramps as if I'm going to start bleeding again. And I just had a period two weeks ago. Circumstantial stuff is happening, which is very real. I unexpectedly have my grandson because of a scheduling mess up on both my end and my daughter's. And I'm just a mess. Like, I, I don't know why this is all getting to me so much. I'm just being so, I just don't feel good. I have all these tools. I know what to do, but I don't want to fucking do them. I don't want to do them. I don't want to go rage. I don't want to breathe. I don't want to do any of that stuff. And that was one of my saboteurs coming out, right? Remember parts work? Well, we haven't done an episode on that. We'll do one on internal family systems, parts work. It's really good. It's one thing I learned in my certification. So, you know, we all have these protective parts and they will show up to try to protect us. And they're many times are not helping us, even though they come from a good place. So my inner saboteur, one of them, my one of my protective parts was showing up and trying to keep me from feeling the anxiety of actually going on this trip. It's easier to just stay home. And so my friend said to me, hey, Jill, have you ever considered that this retreat we're about to go on and then you're going on another one? 
is coming up and subconsciously your old patterns are coming up and rearing their ugly head. And I was like, oh my gosh, how did I not see it? I didn't see the nose in front of my face. Oh, of course that's what this is. I really didn't know you guys. Like, you know, the fish that doesn't know it's in water until it gets out of water. I I had no idea that's what was happening. I was like, uh, duh, of course that's what's happening. So that's my example. So I, that night did some breath work but just by myself and did some anger release. You know, remember you have to get the stuff out of your physical body. It was triggering old stuff that had nothing to do with the present time, by the way, old childhood stuff. I can't remember it. It's just there. Remember your body's a living library and it files these experiences and the feelings and emotions around the experiences in your physical body, right? So if you see a deer that almost gets shot in the woods, like a bullet goes right by it and it gets scared or startled, it will go off and it will shake And it's physically getting the trauma out of its body. That's what it's doing. Humans are not wired that way. We don't know to do that. So I stomped and I shook and I shook my hands. I shook my arms and my legs. I jumped up and down and I stomped and I stomped and I screamed into a pillow and I punched into a pillow. And then I did some breathing and some just loving, like hugging myself and hugging a pillow. And the next day I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I feel amazing. I felt amazing. I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, and I also did some of what I said in the beginning. Oh, that's why I was supposed to say that. Remember, I didn't know why I was saying that in the beginning. Like I was just was planning on coming straight into the episode. I start talking about things that I didn't know. I had no idea why I was saying what I was saying. And I think that that's the connection that, that in that moment, I also did what I just described in the intro. I, you know, put my hand on my heart, my other hand on my belly. I asked my my inner child, what do you need? I return to love, all of that. So when we think about making a decision, whether it appears to be big or not, that is leveling us up, like again, taking us to a whole new neighborhood we have never even been to and we didn't even know existed, by the way. It's not like the new job is the neighborhood. No, you think the new job or the new marriage or the retreat you're going on is the neighborhood. No, 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 no. The neighborhood is what happens when you actually get there. It opens up into a neighborhood that you can't imagine, right? It's not really there yet. So when you and I make the decision to do that, everyone knows that the shit comes up. The old stuff comes up. The patterns come up. But I don't think that when we just spiritually bypass and say, oh, well, that's Satan. I personally don't think that that's helpful because it's really helpful to say, okay, but why is this stuff coming up? Why am I going back there? You can believe that it's opposition, that it is, you know, what you call Satan. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that. I can't say that's not true. My point is that let that be true. And if that's true, let's say, why is Satan or whatever that is choosing this feeling? Okay. Why is this feeling coming up? Why is this pattern coming up? That's the answer. Because when you look under that and you dig and dig and dig and dig, and dig, that's where truth lies. Oh, it's coming up to heal. It's coming up into my awareness so I can be aware. My subconscious or whatever you believe is happening is trying to keep me safe, trying to keep me comfortable, trying to keep me back and upper limiting me, like Gay Hendricks says in The Big Leap, right? Trying to block me, block the blessing. But why? It's really important to look at that. And I don't like going to your head too much and overanalyze it. But it's just good to think about that. Why is that happening? Oh, I feel like this because, oh, this reminds me of, oh, that's interesting. I have felt like this before when, oh, okay. So then if it ever happens again, you'll say, oh, I've done that before. 
ooh, that's a pattern. This isn't something that's like one and done. I do this. I honestly didn't realize until I did this a little bit before getting on the podcast with you, I didn't realize how often I've done this. When we go, we're going to go somewhere, how I will come up with a reason not to go. Because all of that fear comes back to fear, comes back to my need for control, comes back to codependency and enmeshment and me feeling like for so many years, I was the only parent for my kids. And, you know, what if something happens to me or what if they need me? And then I've got a whole story that if something would happen, my husband, who I'm married to, who's such a loving, wonderful person, won't want to handle it or be able to handle it. It's not true. I'm just telling you that's a fear. It also goes plays into my need to be a martyr. If I sacrifice myself and I do none of this, everybody will be okay. And right before I started speaking, I also remembered I was holding my crystal here and just praying and talking to God. And I got the most clear, 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 I wouldn't even say answer because there wasn't a question, but awareness, download, whatever you want to call it. It said, Jill, when you were little, 99% of your energy was worrying about your mother praying for and about your mother, begging God to make your mother happy, worrying about your brother, praying to God for and about your brother, and spending all of your energy wanting them to be okay. So here you are an adult, you have this amazing life, and you're getting ready to go on these amazing retreats. Your daughter's graduating from cosmetology school. She's so happy. Things couldn't be better. And it's more comfortable for you to start worrying about everybody. Because if you don't have that, you don't know who you are. Because you did it your entire life. And I was like, oh boy. Oh boy. Yep, 100%. So after this episode, I'm going to sit with that. And I'm going to write down all the things that I have to be grateful for, but also the things that are going really well. Not just I'm grateful for, but I'm going to focus on. This is what I don't have to worry about. This is why I don't need to worry about these kids or this situation. Of course, because God has everything handled. Yeah, and what? What does that look like? So one, I invite you to make a decision that makes you uncomfortable, that causes this stuff to come up. Make a decision that no one sees coming. Obviously, if it's in alignment and you really feel that this is meant for you, but get off the couch and do it. Scare the shit out of yourself and just make the decision. Buy the ticket, do the thing. When I signed up for these two retreats, I didn't discuss it with my husband and I decided I was doing it and signed up and paid for them. One was more expensive. So I did say, hey, are you cool with this? Because we discuss money with each other. But my point is, whatever it is, don't overanalyze and don't go into worry about why it won't work and maybe why you don't shouldn't or you don't deserve it. Just do it. And then put your seatbelt on because everything that you could have used to help you not make the decision is going to rear its ugly head. And you are going to be really, really confronted, which I have been. I still am today. It's really hitting me hard. It would just be so much easier not to go. Oh, another thing I want to say before I finish, and this is going to be pretty vulnerable here. But um, I've said times before, again, if, if you've never listened to the podcast, you don't know this, but for my body type and my frame, I am a good, I mean, you never know what a number on a scale really means because of muscle and fat and all that. But I'm about 25 pounds heavier than I want to be and that I like to be definitely 20 pounds. I mean, there's no question. 
and none of my clothes fit and I don't like the way I look at my clothes and it's just been a struggle lately. So as I'm dealing with this um, upper limit, right, as I'm about to make these trips and do this retreat work and do something that's very uncomfortable for me and also for the first time, by the way, I didn't mention, do something for myself, like only focus on me. Other than the graduation, only focus on myself. While I prepare for that, the other thing that's coming up for me, it's not a pattern, but it's a, it's, it's a worry of mine is I've been uncomfortable with. And again, I don't want to say this to you. It's not, I'm not proud of this because I wish I could tell you, I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all because I would like to say that. But the truth is there's a part of me that's not excited because I am heavier. And I don't like the way my clothes feel. I don't love the way they fit on my body. I don't like that. And here I am going into these two retreats and I don't know, I just, I'm not going to wear a muumuu, but I want to. So not only is that coming up, the worry about that, but guess what? This is how we will try to sabotage ourselves and we will try, our ego will try really hard to get us back into where it feels safe and comfortable. I have had weeks and weeks to eat better, to drink more water, and maybe not lose more than five pounds, but at least feel better. And I've done the opposite. I've been drinking Coca-Cola for the last like 10 days. I've not been drinking very much as much water as I should. I know what it is. It's like if your phone gets cracked, can you imagine if you would just take your phone and then smash it with a sledgehammer or one of your tires is flat so you just slash the other ones? That's sometimes what we will do to ourselves. So my ego, my subconscious, whatever the hell it is, is saying to me, oh, you're worried about that? You're, you're worried about that? Oh, that's funny. Guess what? Let's pack on another five pounds so you're really fucking confronted when you walk in there. I know that's what's happening. I'm positive. And the challenge for me is the gift. The challenge slash gift for me is going to be to embrace myself through all of it, to add grace and love to all of it, to love myself through and in all of it, to not be embarrassed about that, but just to be okay with it and say, okay, that's interesting. All right, so as you're about to level up, because I know you are, prepare for this, know that this is going to happen, but also know, I think not talked about enough, is the positive that's going to happen. You are changing your frequency just by making the decision to level up. You are raising your vibration, which remember brings other things into your life that you cannot get at a different vibration. You can't. You just change the channel on a radio station. You change the channel on your TV. It's a different station, different conversation, not just different neighborhood, dude, different universe. Whole different ballgame there. Just because you made the decision to grow and level up. So yeah, the other stuff's going to come up. Be ready for it. Deal with it. But don't forget to focus on the other side of it. All of the good that's coming just by making the decision. It's like everything out there in the universe and out in space. Let's just like picture vastness, whatever it is. Picture the sky black with a bunch of stars. Maybe picture the ocean. Maybe picture a big, big open field. Whatever feels vast to you. Infinite abundance is there, okay? And right now, this decision that doesn't seem like a big decision at all to join that gym, to join the yoga studio, to hire a personal assistant, to get a cleaning lady, whatever it is, it just unlocked everything in that vast ocean or that vast field or that open sky. It just unlocked all of it for you. Some of it is further out of your reach because you have to level up more to get it, but you're in a different conversation now. That's what happens when you decide to level up. So be aware of the other, but let's focus on this part of it. All right. So if this was helpful to you, please share it. And how do you share it? The, the easiest way is just take a screenshot, send it to your friends, 
put it on Instagram on your story or Facebook on your story. More people see your story than anything else. But even just send it to three friends or one friend. And don't do that because you feel like you should or because I want you to. If this meant something to you, do that. Because as I've said before, not only is that going to help the person you're sending it to, it helps the podcast. The more people we have listening, the more likely we are to have sponsorships and have other things happening, which will make this podcast keep going and going and going. All right. Thank you so much. And don't forget, we always say on BU, breathe, love yourself, and surrender. Surrender.